Bible says in Genesis chapter 1 and verse 26, it says, let us make man in our own image and after our likeness. And then it says, let them have dominion. Hallelujah. So God created us to have dominion. Hallelujah. God created us to have dominion. Turn to your neighbor and say, God created you to have dominion. Hallelujah. And so we've been looking at what it takes to activate God's dominion in our lives. And we'll be narrowing down on one important subject this evening. And we'll be looking at the place of God's word in activating your dominion. Hallelujah. The place of God's word in activating your dominion. And I'd like us to look at John chapter 1, reading from verse 1. It says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. Hallelujah. Verse 1 says, In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Hallelujah. So God is nothing different from His Word. God is one and the same with His Word. As a matter of fact, what God cannot do, His Word cannot do. What God can do. Everything that God, God can do with his power and his personality, his word can do. Hallelujah. So, and if you look at, I'd like us to also look at Hebrews 11 verse 3. It says, through faith, we understand that the words were framed by the word of God. Everything that we see, everything that we see in life, everything that we see in existence today, the Bible says was created by his word. It says in, in, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was without form and void. And the Bible says that God, this, after the spirit of God hovered, it says God said, let there be light. And that was what began to bring form and color to the world. So everything we see in life is anchored and rooted in God's word. Nothing happened. The Bible says in John chapter 1 where we just read, it says, everything that was made was made by the word of God. It says, nothing that was made was made without it. Everything. Everything we see in existence came to pass because of the infallibility of God's word. God's word is everything. God's word is God himself. So, and that was the same word that brought us into existence. It says, let us make man in our own image and in our likeness. And it says, let them have dominion. Everything we saw in existence in Genesis chapter 1 only came into being after God began to speak. Until God opened his mouth to speak, we didn't see anything. And that's why the word of God says in Hebrews 11 verse 3, everything was framed. The words were framed by the word of God. And that was the same word that gave us the mandate to have dominion. It says, let us make man in our own image and in our likeness. And it says, let them be fruitful and let them have dominion. 
Hallelujah. So God's word is what com, you know, communicates that dominion mandate to us. And without his word, we cannot exercise dominion. Hallelujah. Without his word, we cannot exercise dominion. Nothing in scriptures, nothing in God's kingdom can operate outside his word. Nothing. Prayers can't work without God's word. The Bible says in 1 John chapter 5 and verse 14, it says this is the confidence that we have in him that whenever we ask anything, how? How do we ask? According to what? His will. It says this is the confidence that we have in him that whenever we ask anything, according to his will, that's the only time we are guaranteed answers. Hallelujah. So, until... God's word is in place. Prayers can't work. Hallelujah. You are not guaranteed answers. The only way your prayers can work is when you see answers, isn't it? If you keep praying and you don't see answers, will you continue to pray? Will you continue to pray, people of God? You won't continue to pray because if you are, if you are, if you are continuing in prayers, you will be continuing in religion just because, oh, let's just pray. But you are not seeing the results. You are not encouraged. When you see results in prayers, you are encouraged to pray. Hallelujah. And the only way we are guaranteed results in the place of prayers is when we pray in line with God's word. The Bible says, Hitherto you have not received because you have not asked. But when you ask, you, you ask amiss. That's why you are not receiving answers. So when you ask amiss, how do you ask amiss? You ask when you are asking not in line with his word. When you are asking, not based on his word. So, without God's word, prayers can't work. Without God's word, faith cannot work. The Bible says, faith cometh by hearing. And hearing what? Faith comes by hearing. And hearing the word of God. Healing can't come to you without God's word. Hallelujah. The Bible says that thou shalt put the word of God in your heart. It says, give attention to my word, incline thine ears unto my saying. It says, when thou hast found them, then it shall become health to all your flesh. In Proverbs chapter 4 from verse 20 to 22, it shall become health to all your flesh. So healing cannot manifest in our lives without God's word. So nothing in scriptures, nothing in God's kingdom works without his word. And so if you must activate your dominion, it can only come to pass by God's word. Hallelujah. It can only come to pass by God's word. Everything, God's word is the anchor to every promise in scripture. God's word is the anchor to every inheritance we find in in God's word that God has promised us. His word is what it takes to have successful life as a Christian here on earth. Until your, God's word finds a place in your heart, your dominion is not in view. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are we following up to this point? Nothing in, in life can work with, without God's word. Whatever it is that you are looking for in life, it's given to you on the platform of God's word. Those of us looking for promotion, we desire promotion in our places of work. The Bible says that promotion comes neither from the east, nor from the west, nor from the south, but from where? From God. 
And just like I said earlier, everything God can do, his word can do. In the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God. Hallelujah. So everything operates by God's word. Everything operates by God's word. To succeed in life, you need God's word. It says, this book of the Lord shall not depart out of your mouth, but thou shalt meditate upon it day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. Then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then have what? Have what? Good success. So you can't succeed in life without God's word. Hallelujah. You can't succeed in life without God's word. Even for our students here, you can't, you can't succeed in your academics without God's word. The Bible says, I have more understanding than my teachers. Why? Bible students, why does, why does God's word say that? It says, I have more understanding than all my teachers. Because what? Because your word is my meditation. That's what the word of God says. So you can't succeed in school without God's word. You can't succeed in school. You can't succeed in business without God's word. Seest thou a man diligent in his business, he shall stand before kings. It's the word of God that commands that. It's the word of God that instructs that. Hallelujah. It says, whatsoever thy hands find to do, do it with all your heart. Whatsoever you lay your hands to do, shall do what? Prosper. God's word. So God's word communicates our inheritance to us. It communicates, it hands over to us that dominion mandate. Acts chapter 20 and verse 32. It says, I commend you unto, the, unto God and to the word of his grace that is able to give you an inheritance in Christ Jesus. Just taking time to, 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 to help us to see the importance of God's word. We can't succeed in life without God's word. We can't prosper without God's word. We can't, you know, exercise dominion without God's word. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. God's word is our manual for living. That's the only thing that God has given to us to live by. And most of us know what manuals are. You, you buy a device be it a washing machine or whatever it is, every of those devices would come with a manual. Hallelujah. Come with a manual to instruct you on how to use that product. Now, most of us are with smartphones, but I can bet that most of us cannot use our smartphones up to 50% of the capacity of that smartphone. Why? Because we are not conversant with the manual for that smartphone. That's the same way God's word is. If you are not conversant with God's word, if you are not engaged with God's word, your dominion is not in view. Hallelujah. God's word can also be likened to the constitution of a nation. Nothing happens in a nation that is not guided by the constitution of that nation. Hallelujah. Nothing happens. Any nation you find operating without a constitution, very soon there will be chaos in that nation because there, there's no rule of law. Everything just goes. But because of God's word, which is our constitution in the kingdom of God, we can have whatsoever we want. We can have whatsoever we say. 
I remember the time in God's word when Jesus was faced with the temptation of the devil after fasting for, for 40 days and 40 nights. He says he was led into the wilderness to fast and to wait upon the Lord. And the Bible says that during this time he was tempted of the devil. And what authority did Jesus have to deal with the devil? It was his word. It was his word. It says it is written. It is written. So the Constitution is a book, it's a document that is written that enforces certain things. It enforces certain rules. There are certain things that cannot happen until the Lord mandates it to happen. Hallelujah. That's how the Word of God is. It's our Constitution in the body of Christ. It's our Constitution in God's kingdom. It tells you what to do. It shows you what is obtainable to you. Hallelujah. Looking at the place of God's word in activating our dominion. So without God's word, you cannot exercise dominion. You can't exercise dominion in the area of your health, in the area of finances, in the area of academics. Without his word, you can't. And we've seen that going through God's word. Hallelujah. Now, how do we engage God's word? If God's word is so important, if God's word is so imperative that we cannot do without it, if God's word is our anchor, how do we engage God's word? Hallelujah. How do we engage God's word to activate our dominion? I'd like us to look at 1 Timothy chapter 4. And verse 13, it says, Till I come, give attendance to reading, to exhortation, to doctrine. Neglect not the gift that is in thee, which was given thee by prophecy, with the laying on of hands of the presbytery. Verse 15, it says, Meditate upon these things, give thyself wholly to them, that thy profiting may appear unto all. So what's the first thing, what's the number one way to engage God's word to activate your dominion? First is to read God's word daily. The Bible says that you shall know the truth, and the truth that you know shall do what? Shall set you free. Word of God also says in Hosea chapter 4 and verse 6, it says, My people are destroyed for what? Lack of knowledge. So if you are not knowledgeable of God's word, you cannot take hold of of the inheritance in God's word. And it says what? Give attendance to reading. You can't be knowledgeable. You can't know what is in the constitution until you read it. Hallelujah. You can't know what is in the constitution of Nigeria until you have a copy of it and read through it. Same way with God's word, you can't know what God's word says. You can't know what is available unto you in God's word until you first read it. And so it's important for us that we read God's word on a daily basis. Make it a point of duty to read his word. Hallelujah. Make it a point of duty to read his word. When you read his word, you interact with knowledge in his word. And the Bible says that they that know their God shall be strong and they shall do exploits. Hallelujah. So you can't, be, you can't have exploits in life if you do not know what God's word says. 
If you don't know what God's word says about your health, if you don't know what God's word says about your academics, if you don't know what God's word says about your business, about your marriage, you can't exercise dominion in those areas. He says, my people are destroyed, not because the devil is too strong, but because they lack knowledge. They don't know what is written. Jesus said, it is written. He could only say it is written because he knew what was in God's word. Hallelujah. So if you must exercise dominion in your life, you must know what God's word says about your life. You must know what God's word says about your finances. And how do you do that? First, by reading his word. Reading his word. Reading his word. Hallelujah. Secondly, how do you engage God's word? By studying it. It's not just enough to read God's word, but to go a step further by engaging in diligent study of God's word. 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 15 says, Study to show thyself approved as a workman that needs not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Hallelujah. So God's word commands us to study it. It's not just enough to read God's word. When you read God's word, you, meant, you, you stay on the surface. But there are deep things embedded in God's word. The Bible says, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither has it entered into the heart of men the things that God has prepared for them that love him. He says, but these things he has revealed them to us by his spirit. So there are things embedded in God's word that if you are not studying God's word, you can't access. The precious stones, the precious things in God's word cannot be found on the surface. We don't find oil on the surface. You don't just walk around and just see oil. You don't just walk around and find gold. Hallelujah. To find those precious things, you must do what? You must dig deep into the earth. And that's what studying God's word offers you. You can't can't access certain things in God's word, certain heights in God's word, until you study it to dig deep into it. Bible says, deep call it unto deep. There are deep things in God's word that can change your life, that can transform the topography of your life forever. But until you engage in studying God's word, what does it mean to study? To research, to dig deep, to think. So it's not just something, the word of God is not just something that we just read and glance through. Reading is good, but to go a step further, we must do what? Study God's word. It says study to show yourself approved as a workman that needs not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. I pray this evening that the grace to move beyond just reading God's word to studying God's word will be released upon us in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Engaging God's word. How do we engage God's word? The third thing to do beyond reading, beyond studying God's word, is to do what? Meditate on God's word. Hallelujah. I'd like us to open our Bibles to the book of Psalms. Psalms chapter 1 from verse 1. 
It says, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor seated in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be, because he meditates on God's word day and night, he says, he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Hallelujah. Why? Because he meditates on the word day and night. So it's not just enough to read God's word daily. It's not just enough to study his word daily. But we must move a step further, deeper, to know God more, more than we know him at the level where we are, by how? meditating daily on God's word. What does it mean to meditate? To meditate means to ponder, to think. It means to ruminate, to, to revolve something in your mind, to, to you know, turn something over in your mind. You're trying to check all the facets of a particular thing in your mind. That's what it means to meditate. So we must spend time daily. And the Bible says, not just, it says day and night. Day and night. So if you want to live a life that is prosperous, if you want to live a life of success, we must engage in God's word by meditating on it day and night. Meditating on it day and night. Thinking over God's word. Hallelujah. Thinking over God's word. Now the Greek word for for meditate also means to mutter. So, meditating on God's word is not just about thinking on God's word. That's one phase of it. But to go a step further is to also mutter God's word. And to mutter means to speak. Hallelujah. Now, how does this help us, you know, to activate our dominion? Now, the Bible says that faith comes by what? By hearing by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That's how faith comes. And the Bible says that, you know, if you read through the book of um, Hebrews chapter 11, it, it talks to us about all the victories that the children of Israel, you know, were able to achieve by applying the force of faith. The Bible says they, they shut the mouth of lions through their faith. Hallelujah. They shut the mouth of lions through their faith. They obtained promises through their faith. So you see, faith comes by hearing. Now, when you speak God's word, one thing that happens is that you are hearing the word that you speak. I don't know how many of us have experienced that, that every time we continue to speak God's word, something begins to stir up on our inside. Hallelujah. And we begin to, be, we begin to notice that faith, is rising up on our inside, and suddenly your, your, you know, your situation begins to change. Your situation begins to turn around. That's what happens when we meditate on God's word by muttering God's word. So you don't just stop at thinking God's word. We must move a step further by declaring his word, saying his word. As you keep saying his word, you are hearing it. And as you keep hearing it, faith is stirred up on your inside and victory, your dominion. Is established. Hallelujah. I see someone's dominion being established here tonight in the mighty name of Jesus. 
The Bible says in Joshua chapter 1 and verse 8, This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but thou shalt meditate upon it day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein, and then thou shalt make thy way prosperous and have good success. I see someone succeeding here after tonight in the mighty name of Jesus. As you begin to engage in God's word, reading God's word, studying God's word, meditating in God's word, your story, your life will begin to turn around and you will become a testifier in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. How do we engage in God's word? You engage in God's word by praying God's word. So you read God's word, you study God's word, you meditate in God's word, and you go a step further by praying God's word. Hallelujah. The Bible says this is the confidence that we have in him, that whenever we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. So God expects us to go into his word. It says, produce your cause. Bring forth your strong reasons. How do you do that? By studying God's word. By knowing what God's word says. And then you come to God in prayers and begin to demand for what you see in scriptures. Hallelujah. It says, hitherto you have received nothing because you have asked nothing. Hitherto you have received nothing because you have asked nothing. It says, ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door shall be opened unto you. But this is only guaranteed when we have understanding of God's word. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So you must make sure you spend time praying in God's word. Praying God's word into manifestation. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. And then finally, what do we do to engage God's word? We must put God's word to practice. Hallelujah. We must put God's word to practice. Praise the name of the Lord. I'd like us to open our Bibles to James chapter 1 from verse 22. James chapter 1 from verse 22, it says, But be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. For if any be a hearer of the word, and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. For he beholded himself, and goeth his way, and straightway forgetted what manner of man he was. But whoso looketh, into the perfect law of liberty and continueth therein. He being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work. This same man shall be what? This same man shall be what? Shall be blessed. Why? Because he puts God's word to practice. And I believe that that is one of the missing links to our dominion. Most of the time we engage in reading God's word we know what God's word says. We study God's word. We pray his word. We meditate. We do everything that needs to be done with God's word. But we miss the part of doing God's word. We miss the part of doing God's word. And until you put to practice, until you do what God's word says, nothing changes in your life. Until you do what God's word says, your dominion is not in view. Hallelujah. 
It says, be ye doers of the word. It's the man that does God's word that is the man that will be blessed. You can't be blessed without putting God's word to practice. You can't be blessed without doing what God's word says. It says, seest thou a man diligent in his business. So it means that until you are diligent, you can pray till tomorrow. You can pray all the bishops in Nigeria can come and anoint you. You can dip yourself seven times in a gallon of anointing oil. Nothing will change until you begin to put to practice the word of God. You can't succeed in business until you begin to apply yourself to God's word. He says, seest thou a man diligent. So, until you are diligent, no matter how many prayers you pray, no matter how much Pastor Tunde fasts over us, tears his garments just so that you can be blessed, until you, you are diligent, you can't, you can't be successful in business. He says, Let, he says, he that does not walk should not do what? Uh-huh. So when God's word says he that does not work should not eat, you can't, be, you can't have food on your table if you are not working. You can't have food on your table if you are a lazy man. Praise God. So we must be doers of God's word. So you find in God's word that God's word says he that does not work should not eat. What do you do? You begin to position yourself to find something to do. Hallelujah. The Bible says that whatsoever your hands find to do, it says it shall prosper, isn't it? It shall prosper. Whatsoever your hands find to do, as you do them, it shall prosper. So we must ensure that we do God's word. We must ensure that we do God's word. That we put his word to practice. Whatever, as we spend time meditating on God's word, as we spend time reading God's word, as we spend time listening to anointed messages, as we spend time reading books of anointed ministers, we must ensure that we are putting to practice the things that we see. And I believe that in doing that, our lives will never remain the same in the mighty name of Jesus. So we must do God's word. It's so important. It's so important. And I believe that that's the major missing link in most of our lives when we do not see the effect of God's word in our lives. Why? Because we are not putting to practice the word of God. We are not putting to practice the word of God. We are not putting to practice the word of God. I pray that tonight grace will be released upon us to become word practitioners in the mighty name of Jesus. We will not just be forgetful hearers, but we will be doers of God's word in the mighty name of Jesus. Colossians chapter 3 and verse 16 says, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Praise God. It is our responsibility to ensure that we engage with God's word. Nobody can read God's word for you. No one can study God's word for you. No one can meditate on God's word for you. No one can pray God's word for you. It is our personal responsibility. It says, let the word of Christ. It didn't say, let God make the word of Christ dwell. It says, you, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Hallelujah. 
Just like no one can go to toilet for you, you just say, oh, my sister, please, I'm, I'm very tired. Please, can you just ease myself for me? It's impossible. Hallelujah. Just as no one can go to toilet for you, no one can ease yourself for you, no one can study God's word for you. So we must rise up to that responsibility to ensure that we give ourselves to reading God's word. Give ourselves to studying God's word. Give ourselves to meditating on God's word. And most importantly, give ourselves to doing what God's word says. And that's the only way that our lives can change. Hallelujah. I see your life changing after tonight. In the mighty name of Jesus, I see a new dawn in your life. As you begin to apply yourself to God's word, as you begin to take responsibility for yourself, to give yourself to God's word, to hear God's word for yourself. So you must make plans to ensure that early in the morning you wake up. The Bible talks about Jesus. It says that he would rise up a a long while before day to do what? To go and spend time in God's presence. Even Jesus himself had to take that responsibility. Even Jesus himself had to fulfill that responsibility. God cannot do anything for you outside his word. God cannot do anything for you outside his word. So we must take that responsibility to ensure that we engage with God's word. That's the only thing that can give unto us our inheritance. That's the only thing that can cause our dominion to be fully activated. Hallelujah. I pray that the Lord gives us more understanding in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So let the word of Christ dwell richly in you. So from this day as we go home, let's go and reorganize our schedules reorganize our daily plans to ensure that we have time for God's word. Hallelujah. It will make a huge difference in your life that you will not be able to reconcile with. You will be wondering, what's happening? Things are just happening around you. Why? Because the word of God has been activated in your life. I see God's word being activated in your life and I see it changing your story in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Shall we rise up on our feet as we give God thanks for his word that has come to us? God can do nothing for you outside his word. God is handicapped outside his word. God is incapacitated outside his word. God can do nothing without his word. The Bible says, I have exalted my word above my name. I have exalted my word. That's how God values his word his name is not as important as his word that's why you have the seven sons sons of skiva who went and they were calling the name of jesus but yet it had no effect why because the word was absent the word was absent they had no personal knowledge they had no personal encounter with god's word so it's a call to us to wake up to our responsibility to ensure that we engage with god's word and I see God changing our lives and changing our story in the mighty name of Jesus. I'd like us in a moment to give God thanks for his word that has come to us this evening. Father, thank you for your word that has come to us. Thank you for showing us the way to activate dominion in our lives. Through the instrumentality of your word.
Thank you, blessed Father. We give you all the glory and all the praise. Thank you for your word that has come to us. We give you glory and praise. In Jesus' precious name, we have given thanks. Now, the Bible says that we should not be forgetful hearers, but doers of God's word. And no matter how much we desire to put to practice God's word, until grace is bestowed on us, we would continue to be frustrated in putting God's word to practice. The Bible says, not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. We're going to be lifting up our voices this evening and asking the Lord for grace to engage with his word. Grace to give ourselves to reading, reading God's word. Grace to give ourselves to studying God's word. Grace to give ourselves to meditating on God's word. Grace to give ourselves to speaking his word over our lives. To praying his word over our lives. So that things can begin to change. So that things can begin to turn around. Go ahead and ask of the Lord for grace tonight. Release grace upon us. Not to be forgetful hearers. But to be doers of your word. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father we ask for grace tonight. Grace to take responsibility. In the mighty name of Jesus grace to take responsibility to let the word of God dwell richly in us. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, we ask for grace. In Jesus' precious name, we are prayed. Finally, I'd like us to pray that even as we begin to engage with God's word, as we begin to put to practice God's word, that we'll begin to see tremendous results in our lives. Suddenly, our health will turn around. Suddenly, our finances will turn around. Suddenly, our businesses will turn around. In the mighty name of Jesus, lift up your voices and pray that prayer. That as we engage with God's word, as we put God's word to practice, we'll begin to see the results. In the mighty name of Jesus, things will begin to take a new turn. Suddenly, we'll begin to move fast and far. Because of God's word. In the mighty name of Jesus. Forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. Forever, O God, thy word is settled in heaven. It says heaven and earth may pass away, but not one jot of scripture will pass away. Not one jot of scripture will go unfulfilled. Like us to pray that even as we engage God's word, that the results will be made manifest in our lives. The results will be evident in our lives. In the mighty name of Jesus. Go ahead and pray that prayer. Go ahead and pray that prayer. That God's word will begin to find expression. God's word will begin to turn things around in our lives. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, blessed Father. In Jesus' precious name we are praying. I'd like us to just go ahead and give God thanks for hearing us tonight. Give him thanks and appreciate him.